From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyonk area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, it's Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, if you live in some of our communities, it would be a fair question sometimes to ask, well, what exactly do I have to be thankful for? There's crime, there's drugs, uh, people are unemployed or underemployed. Well, we're going to ask uh, our guest this half hour, so what are some of the things that we have to be thankful for? How can we find that thankfulness in our lives? We're also going to ask him about a new initiative by the United Methodist Church in the McKeesport area with the Methodist churches in the McKeesport area. Our guest this half hour is the Reverend William Meekins Jr. He is is it senior pastor of the or pastor in charge of the McKeesport Shared Charge Ministry? That's correct. Okay. Uh thanks for taking some time to to talk with us this morning. You delivered the Thanksgiving message at the uh, McKeesport Area Ministerium's uh, a- annual citywide Thanksgiving service, and I want to ask you what your Thanksgiving message was, but I was wondering if first you could explain to us what the McKeesport Shared Charge Ministry is. It's um, The McKeesport Shared Charge Ministry is six United Methodist churches who are coming together to find a way to share resources and have a greater impact in the in the community. And those um, seven churches, congregations, which we are calling campuses, include Beulah Park, Calvary, Christie Park, First, Kephart, and Wesley. Okay. And they're strategically placed throughout the city of uh, McKeesport. And while we're not trying to merge anything like that, we're trying to say how do we um, sharpen our focus uh, engage ourselves in a way that we're sharing our resources with the with the possibility of saying we want to have greater impact in the community. About how many, if if you have this number, and I hate to put you on the spot uh, early in the morning, but uh, if you have this number, about how many families or congregants uh, are, are affected by this shared charge ministry? The, the average worship attendance between all six congregations is about 200 and two to two twenty okay. uh, weekly. Okay. And uh, in terms of families the actual membership would be greater than that, close to six or seven hundred okay. uh, minimally. And and how many clergy are involved? Because I know that that several of the clergy uh, for the Methodist churches in the McKeesport area were overseeing more than one church. Yes, there's uh, there's three of us, um, myself, um, Pastor Chandler Wolf and Pastor Michelle Nagel. Okay. And um, we have preaching points. Um, I'm primarily at First and Villa Park. Um, Pastor Michelle is primarily at Christie Park and Wesley. And Pastor Chandler is primarily at Calvary and Kephart. Okay. And although we are preaching points, we are the pastoral team, and we share in terms of visitation, hospital visitation in particular. So we are seen as the clergy of all the campuses. Okay. Uh, what is the best way for folks, if they want to get more information about the United Methodist Church, uh, either in the McKeesport, Mon Valley area, or throughout uh, Western Pennsylvania, what's the best way for people to find out? There's, a, there's, a, there's a website for the annual conference, which is WPAUMC.org. You can find out more about the conference 
And if you want to know more about uh, United Methodism in McKeesport, you can contact um, on the office either at uh, 412-664-9349 or um, 412-672-2785, and we can have a conversation about more of the particulars. Uh, we also have things listed on the, on the Facebook page, uh, McKeesport Shared uh, Ministry, uh, which will also keep you up to date in terms of what events that we've been doing. Okay. We, um, we, we, most recently was yesterday, of course, and uh, the Beulah Park campus took the lead, but everybody was involved, and we uh, distributed probably about 180 meals takeout and then probably 35, 40 who ate in. For Thanksgiving? For Thanksgiving, yes. Okay. Wow. Um, we'll give that information out uh, a, a couple of times uh, during the program for, for folks who I know sometimes they're listening to the radio and you don't have a piece of paper or a pencil. Uh, super handy. Um, before we get a little bit more into uh, the, the meaning of Thanksgiving and what we have to be thankful for, I want to talk about you. Uh, how are you called to the ministry? Our guest, by the way, is uh, the Reverend William Meekins, Jr. He is a uh, pastor in charge or senior pastor with the uh, McKeesport Shared Charge Ministry, which is, uh, as, as, as the pastor mentioned, um, did you say six or seven churches in the McKeesport area? There's, there's six. Six. There's six. Six that are sharing resources. Uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, where did you grow up, and how were you called to the ministry? Actually, I'm uh, returning home. I grew up primarily in McKeesport. Uh, moved here from West Virginia because my dad was a United Methodist pastor. And uh, after running for school board way back when, um, went off to uh, graduate school in Atlanta and ended up in seminary. And pretty much... Um, experienced my call in the ministry by working on a paper entitled the U- the role of the church in the US political system. Okay. I have always felt that um, government and church or religious institution as the primary functions uh, one and the same in that they both are trying to provide for the needs and uh, care for its citizens or its members in a, in a particular way. The motivation is different between the, the um, secular society and the church, the primary motivation of the church is saying we're connected because there's a, there's a higher being, there's a, there's a God who calls us in that relationship, mm-hmm. whereas in uh, secular society it may be because a person wants to be reelected or that's just the uh, responsibility of the government to care for the needs of the citizens. Mm-hmm. So that, I think the, the responsibility is the same, however, the purpose behind or the rationale as to why one does that is a little different. Uh, So in that point, in terms of working on that, kind of discerned my call. I was always in the church in various um, ways, so I wasn't one who, you know, disappeared from the background of of the church uh, or anything like that. I, I was going to say, in both cases, the the secular world and the spiritual world, uh, people often are also looking for a sense of belonging and a sense of community and a sense of a shared purpose, as you said, whether that's to uh, a higher power or that is to the laws. Uh, they, they are looking to work together on, on some shared mission, some common goal, hopefully. Yes, and I and that's, that's exactly right, and that's where I think that we have um, a connection and we um, cross over at times um, to make that happen. When did you feel empowered or, or called? Um, you, you mentioned that uh, when you went into graduate school, then you um, wound up in the seminary. Were, did you were you one of these people? And, and I know there are many of my friends in the clergy who kind of always felt the call. Then 
uh, even from a young age, that, uh, you know, eventually you wanted to become a, a pastor, you wanted to become a minister? No, no. Um, and people would say that to me, and I'd always say that would be the last place that I'd want to be <laughs> uh, in terms of clergy. Uh-huh. Um, but I guess the call was already, al- always there, but I never wanted to acknowledge it. Um, so I focused in on the things that I thought uh, that I could you know, help people do and, and discern that out for folk. Um, I was always concerned about the community um, in different ways, um, and how do we do that? I mean, I volunteered for years with Intersection mm-hmm. um, and other, you know, nonprofit organizations, just trying to say how do we, you know, increase the quality of life or living for the folks in the community. Connected that to the church, and my reason for doing that was always because the the God call to do that. Um, but I also worked in secular society um, to make that happen. Where were some of the places that you were pa- that you pastored before uh, coming to McKeesport, or coming uh, back to McKeesport, I guess? Okay, right out right out of seminary, I served a two-point charge on the north side of Pittsburgh, a historic Calvary United Methodist Church and Buena Vista United Methodist Church. Okay. And then after that, I was, uh, for about 10 years, I was a full-time VA hospital chaplain, Protestant staff chaplain. Um, and after that, I served eight years um, from 1998 to 2006 um, at Garden City United Methodist in Monroeville. Okay. And after that, I was a district superintendent uh, for the Greensburg District for eight years. And I'm coming to McKeesport after three years as assistant to the bishop. Okay. And our headquarters, our, uh, our conference center is in uh, Cranberry Township. Cranberry, PA. We have our first uh, thirty-second break. When we come, I want to put a uh, pause right there and and come back and, and ask you what some of the needs that you are seeing uh, with your new call uh, here in McKeesport are, and um, how the shared charge ministry is working to address those needs. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Reverend William Meekins Jr. is our guest this morning. He is the uh, senior pastor, pastor in charge of the McKeesport Shared Charge Ministry. It is a group of six um, United Methodist churches in the McKeesport area that are sharing resources. You can find out more information about them on Facebook. Look for McKeesport Shared Charge Ministry. You're listening to Radio 81 WEDO. WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel. Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Welcome back. Our guest this morning is the Reverend William Meekins, Jr. Uh, He is with the McKeesport Shared Charge Ministry. It is a group of six United Methodist churches in the McKeesport area that are sharing uh, resources and uh, trying to find ways to work together. Uh, Reverend Meekins gave the Thanksgiving message at uh, McKeesport's citywide Thanksgiving uh, uh, service uh, a few days ago. So we are uh, asking him on a Thanksgiving weekend to talk about uh, his work, his ministry, and also about reasons to be thankful and how to find some thankfulness in our lives. When we took the break, you were talking about uh, your, your your different calls uh, through the years. You have now returned to McKeesport uh, to lead this shared charge ministry. What are the needs that you are seeing in the community, uh, uh, both spiritual and um, uh, more practical needs? I mean, I think there's uh, we have uh, experienced a, a tremendous amount of, of need and and this is lived out by the fact that um, you know one of the things that we do is the the Thanksgiving 
um, program, and there's a need for uh, people who uh, are struggling for food. Um, there's a need for folks to be encouraged and, and, and try to change an attitude from despair to one of hopefulness. Um, and I think that before you, you can address the spiritual needs, uh, one can address the spiritual needs, but um, that might be more important than the physical needs to some extent because you can provide for the physical needs, but if you can't change the mindset onto a one of hopefulness, mm-hmm. it, we're still struggling. And so uh, while we are trying to, to, to offer a holistic approach to ministry, um, we, we need to be concerned about both. Um, so uh, we look at uh, we need to develop uh, some after-school programs because of the educational piece uh, where McKeesport Area School District finds itself um, trying to uh, provide for the elderly as well. Oftentimes we focus in on youth, but we need to do both um, because we have an elderly population mm-hmm. and, and our membership as well, so trying to develop those programs. The real idea right now is we're developing a vision team that will help us to set goals and priorities as well as a vision mission statement so that we might live more fu- fully into uh, where God is leading and, and directing and also trying to discern uh, what, what, what we can really do. Um, the, the, the concern is that we can't do it all. What we want to do is how do we do what we need to do and do it well? Uh, and and how long will that process take? Because that that it seems to me that you, you know you want to find out where you where to start is is you know. Well, right now we're working with a consultant, and uh, our hope is to have our, our first meeting with the vision team uh, in December, mid December, and roll out some goals and objectives by by Easter time, and use the Lenten season as a way of um, establishing some goals within the six campuses and, and moving forward. Uh, the Reverend William Meekins, Jr. is our guest this morning. He is uh, in charge of the McKeesport Shared Charge Ministry. Uh, he's leading that with two other clergy, I believe you said. Uh, it's six United Methodist churches in the McKeesport area. You can find out more Correct. by looking at for McKeesport Shared Charge Ministry on Facebook. We'll give the phone number out, too, uh, a little bit later on in the program so you gave the th- you were asked to give the thanksgiving message you gave the thanksgiving message at the thanksgiving service um i kind of started off the program by saying you look around our communities in the mon valley and a lot of people are hurting that's i'm sure what you and your your clergy team and your lay leadership are, are seeing um they're not blind we all see it uh people are hurting there's blight there's people who are unemployed there's people who are underemployed who are addicted uh to drugs to alcohol um and it's easy to get discouraged uh what do we have to be thankful for what what are some things that we should be thankful for after i had that horrible intro for you and and jason i think you hit it on the head i mean i think um, we who are in a position where we are, the reason why we can give thanks is because we have an opportunity to share. Um, whether a person is addicted, whether the person is underemployed or unemployed, whether they're struggling in, in a variety of ways and contexts, we have an opportunity to share what we have. We have an opportunity to build connection, to have conversation, to have dialogue with the hope and with the expectation that through this we are making a difference in people's lives and trying to find out what we can do in terms of ministry or programming so that we can help meet that need. You know, I've had numerous conversations with people, whether they were addicted, whether they were unemployed, and it provides an opportunity for us to share what we have. Um, in the Philippians um, chapter 4, it talks about 
the idea that um, we renew our opportunity to be concerned for, for one another. Not that we uh, uh, have not learned to be content in all circumstances, but mm-hmm. rather in the, in the midst of poverty, in the midst of uh, blight, in the midst of despair and hopelessness and addictions, we who are in the church, we who are spiritual, we who have resources, are able to say, let's work together, let's share what we have with the hope, with the expectation to make a difference in the lives of people. But it's not us just giving something to them. Mm-hmm. It's us working together because it's not ministry to, but it's ministry with. And I think that's the subtle difference. So we want to be partners together, knowing that what I have may not be what you have and what you need may not be what I need, but together we have conversation and we begin to say we are uh, people together trying to make a difference in the lives of each other. Is that uh, Reverend William Meekins Jr. is our guest this morning. We're talking about, and I keep I keep mixing it up, and I apologize, Pastor. It's the McKeesport Charge Shared Ministry. I keep mixing the order of the words up. I apologize for that. McKeesport Charge Shared Ministry. Uh, you can find them on Facebook. You can also call uh, his office up at First United Methodist at 412-664-9349. We have another break coming up, but before we get to that break, I want to ask you, how do we even start that dialogue? Because it seems in this day and age that people are, are not coming closer together, they are getting driven further and further apart. They're further and further apart politically. They're further and further apart spiritually. Um, I saw a poll the other day that um, 75% of Americans right now are considering moving to a different place because they don't agree with their the political views of their neighbors. And that's not just it's Republicans and Democrats. Um, how do we start that dialogue? How do we even start the conversation? Uh, and, and I know if you had that answer, you, you'd, you'd be, uh, you and I would both be wealthy if we had those answers. But in, in your, in, in <laughs> that your would mind, be true, right? <laughs> right, that would be true. How, how are some ways for us to start the dialogue then? I, th- I just think we start where we are mm-hmm. and um, just take advantage of having a conversation with someone who is different. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's taking the risk to say, you know, let's sit down, let's have a conversation. We may not be on the same page politically, economically, socially, or even racially, but, but the things that are important to us in terms of quality of life, the idea to, to be able to live uh, without fear of, of being um, homeless mm-hmm. uh, or a person who sleeps under the stars or uh, fearful of somebody else, um, taking our lives because of a host of reasons. But let's sit down and say all of us are created in the image of God, and God has given us certain responsibilities and gifts, and we have to find a way to work together. If we can't work together, then we know what the alternatives are. And And just, just being available to one another, and that's the start. And we go there as individuals, and then we move that out into a little smaller circle or a broader circle and, and continue to expand the ring so that we can come to a place and have a meaningful conversation uh, within the community to say, um, how can we begin to, to make some changes uh, in the area of McKeesport? Uh, what are some of the priorities? What can we agree to say these are critical and let's work together on that? But it starts with two people who are different saying, um, you matter to me, and because you matter to me, let's partner together. Let's let's pause right but it there. Starts right there. Let, let's pause right there, Pastor. And uh, when we come back, let's talk about um, uh, 
you you brought it up earlier in the program. You know the the sort of the commonalities between the the secular life and the spiritual world. Um, let's talk about uh, outreach to the unchurched or to you know overcoming negative ideas that people may have about church or organized religion. Okay. Okay. The time goes so fast. We have a few more minutes. Our guest this morning is the Reverend William Meekins, Jr. He's a, in charge of the McKeesport Shared Charge Ministry, along with two other Methodist pastors. It is six uh, churches in the McKeesport area that are working together to share resources and find uh, different common goals that they can work on together. You can find them on Facebook at uh, McKeesport Charge Shared Ministry, or you can call uh, Pastor Meekins' office at 412-664-9349. And we'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up here on Radio 81 WEDO, WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. Tube City Online has reached a critical point in our history where we need to raise money from the public to continue providing information both online and on the radio. If you can help by making a donation, we would very much appreciate it. Go to our website, TubeCityOnline.com, and click the Donate button. And thanks for supporting independent media in the Monioc area. And we're back for a final few minutes. Our guest this morning, the Reverend William Meekins, Jr. He is a senior pastor or pastor in charge of the McKeesport Charge Shared Ministry. I'm going to get that name in the correct order here at some point. Uh, you can find uh, more information about those six churches on Facebook at McKeesport Charge Shared Ministry. Uh, pastor Meekins is based at First United Methodist uh, up near McKeesport Library and the Twin Rivers Elementary School, 412-664-9349. The big church on the hill, as I always thought of it when I was a little kid. And you'd come up Spring Street there, and it was one of the first things you saw was uh, th- that that big castle of uh, First United Methodist Church in McKeesport. When we took the break, uh, Pastor, I asked, um, how how does does the outreach from the charge shared ministry uh, extend to the unchurched or to people who may, in many cases, have a negative idea of of church? I know a lot of people now um, who have a negative idea of all religions. Uh, Christian, Hindu, uh, Muslim, Jewish, anything. They just know. They want no part of it. Um, how, how can you overcome that resistance? Well, I mean, I think it's a difficult challenge for, for all of the folks, particularly those of us who are in mainline denominations. Mm-hmm. But I think um, the challenge for us to always be authentic with who we are and where we need to go, it's uh, a challenge for us to always be relative, relevant and to meet people where they are. Um, we, in, inside the church, we need to change some of the way in which we do things. But the key is that not about changing the things inside necessarily, uh, because if we're not authentic with who we are and where we're going, uh, people can see through all that all the time. So um, as I look at trying to work with the young church, I just begin where they are, let them know who I am and what I'm about, and, and, and to talk about the idea that God is a means of grace. And um, while some folks want to give this is what you can and cannot do, we begin with the idea that God is a loving, merciful, and graceful God. And God meets us where we are and walks with us. And I think that's where the church has to be. Um, That's how I've always tried to conduct myself and just to be authentic uh, with where I am. I'm not a person that wants to use the title reverend or pastor or any of that stuff because I think we're all or equal. Some of us are set aside for ordained ministry or licensed ministry, but we all are created in the image of God. God has given us all gifts to use 
um, to work with one another, and we start there and say, how can we work together to reach the benefit uh, for for the spiritual being, but also for the community? Is so it- I just think that we start where people are and lead them to a place, in, that, in my context, in terms of the Christian community, but with that, we always have to be relevant and authentic with who we are and where we're going. Is it- and that's what I found through all of my travels throughout the world, is that those churches who are authentic and seek to meet people where they are, it creates the best opportunity for them to grow numerically and to deepen the spirituality of the folks who are already um, gathered in that particular community of faith. Is it, is it frustrating to you that, and, and it's actually frustrating to me that, that this program is so short sometimes, but is it frustrating to you that the loudest voices, the most uh, restrictive voices, the most um, condemning voices in, in the Christian world seem to be the ones that get the most attention on TV, radio, and the Internet? Because I have talked to a number of clergy in, you know, beginning in the 1980s, the sort of the rise of these uh, televised uh, ministries, and we can all name whoever our fa- favorites are, um, that, that it seems like they have, it seems to me at least, and it seems to some of my clergy friends, that it has drowned out the, the mainline churches and it has drowned out the message that you are uh, sharing. D- do you feel that that's true? Has there been a, a good thing or bad thing? I mean, I, I think there's a mixed, for me, it's a mixed reaction with that. And people want um, the fanfare and all of that. People want to be entertained to some extent. But I don't think that those voices um, who are able to speak the loudest or have the biggest following is any different than any other part of society. Those who are able to get their message, whether it's a spiritual in a spiritual context or some other context, those who have the loudest voices get the recognition. Um, So I think that's a, that's a global problem and not just limited to, uh, to the spiritual realm where we are. Uh, But in those situations where people may be bombarded by that loud message, the folks in need still come back to those localized contexts, wanting to hear a word of encouragement or to have a particular need met. So we still have a function and a purpose and a mission and a vision that we need to live into, uh, even though we may not be getting to the most recognition. But in times of need, times of stress or crises, they come back to the place that's localized. If if someone hears this and we're just about out of time, uh, of course, just about the time we get uh, uh, really into the meat of the issue, uh, we run out of time. But if, if people hear this and they live in the McKeesport area and maybe they've been trying to figure out if they want to go back to church, uh, Christmas is around the corner and uh, Easter will follow right behind. And a lot of times people around the holidays, they, they feel drawn to, to return to church. But um, it can be hard. It can be intimidating. Uh, to, to walk into a new church for the first time. If they wanted to do that with one of the six churches that, that you and your fellow clergy are leading in the McKeesport area, the United Methodist Churches, what reaction would they have? What would they find coming in the door for the first time as a stranger? I think they would find that people are welcoming. They would have the, receive the gift of hospitality. And um, they would see that we are seeking to be relevant in our preaching and that... Uh, they would fit in. I mean, the strength of our campuses are that people are real and they want to assist uh, folks. Um, I'm not sure the other 
persons, but I think this is pretty close, that we don't necessarily ask visitors to stand up um, so that um, to put them on the spot, in other words, but um, they will find that they're welcomed and, and be able to interact with the folk uh, who are gathered on that particular Sunday or other services that we do. It is one church, uh, but six campuses in the McKeesport area for the United Methodist Church. It is called the McKeesport Charge Shared Ministry, and it is Beulah Park, Calvary, Christie Park, First, Kephart, and Wesley. And you can find out more information if you are on Facebook. Go to McKeesport Charge Shared Ministry. Uh, The Reverend William Meekins, Jr. has been our guest this morning. He is the senior pastor or pastor in charge of that McKeesport Charge Shared Ministry. And we've been talking about Thanksgiving and also about uh, what the United Methodist Church is doing in the McKeesport area. Pastor Meekins, thank you for taking some time to talk with us on this Thanksgiving weekend. You are welcome, and thanks for being a part of the team. And thank you all for listening this morning to Radio 81, WEDO, WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.